Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you've never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo, here's a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. <laughs> and we're here to give you a professional... Professional. Professional review on... RuPaul's Drag Race right. UK Season 4. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT. Hey, everyone. Welcome to RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, the live view, live viewing podcast, where we watch the show, review it, release it immediately. One of the first podcasts to come out about the show. So you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Now, for those Thank new you. listeners, Dr. Tom here is a psychiatrist and fashion fashion superstar uh, researcher. Not uh, my um, words. Extravaganza. Not my words, you know. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm ev- I feel like I'm every woman. It's all I'm in you. I, and I'm just the, the, the king of performance. <laughs> You know what? (laughs) I like to see myself, in in all honesty, I like to see myself as the Abby Lee Miller of drag performance in the sense that it's been such a long time since I've danced professionally, but I know it. I know performance inside and out. I've taught it. I've performed Mm. it. You know, I've done it professionally. Professionally? Professionally. So I know, and and I still like to choreograph. And so I I kind of, I, I like to... To show my love for it through, you know, appreciating it in the way that it's um, displayed and performed on the show. Much like Abby Lee Miller, you also like emotionally traumatizing children. No, not, not, I'm sorry. Um, she is a bit of a terror. Let's face it. Know. You know what? I would love. I'll love. Was she in it? Kind of like a scooter, a mobile scooter at one stage. There's that clip, isn't there, where the lady taps her on the shoulder and, and, and she zooms off her phone, and she just like, she's like, <gasps> and she just like reverses out, and she goes straight. It's, to it's the such police. a meme. She goes straight she to, goes the to the police. I'd like to file. <laughs> report for assault girl i mean drama yes so that's us. i've seen her try to bite somebody's finger on that show that's a little introduction to who we are Mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. who are you yeah right in share your thoughts (laughs) oh wow how interesting that's amazing keep going you are special and unique (gasps) right (laughs) no (laughs) so anyway hey everyone welcome to the show um hey Minnie, if you're listening Coupé. Uh, mini coupé. Uh-huh. Mini coupé. Mm-hmm. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Sends us a lovely message. Um, she did. She was listening last week. One of our favourite drag She was queens. really lovely and complimentary. Um, I messaged her back as well. She had a great time on tour. She's oh. loving life. Why are, are they bringing the tour to the UK? I hope so. I'd love to see so them. So, Mini Cooper was in the latest season of Drag Race Down Under. Uh-huh. Uh, a lovely personality. A, so a, a, legend, a legend. A legend in the drag scene totally. in Australia. Mm-hmm. And now globally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, not that anyone asked. <clears throat> not that anyone's asked me. Um, you like Silky Nutmeg, you know. Even if I had to lip sync, I was motherfucking ready. Oh, my gosh. It's like, where did that come from, girl? We're going to be having that energy again very, very soon. Well, I'm surprised. I want to know what kind of energy we'll, that we'll actually get from Silky. It's I, because- I think Silky has two settings, zero or ten. Zero or a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's going to be back on a hundred. It actually made me sad. And I said at the time to see her on All Stars 6, where she was like really obviously consciously dimming her light because she was afraid of backlash. I mean, I know Silky can be a bit much sometimes, but I'd much rather she, she was herself and just being comfortable. And, you know, she's good TV. She's good TV. I mean, I know she'll be back at 100 because she's fresh off the the like lip sync extravaganza adulation. So I just know she's going to be like... <laughs> well, 
back, back and beaming like a like a super trooper. I think that my. I don't, I don't agree. I think that she came in 100% extra, which is herself, which she's come before with. The second time, in her second um, show, showcasing All-Stars, yeah, she did kind of dim her light out of, mm-hmm. out of the fear of the backlash and almost the trauma of the backlash. Completely. And I feel like, I feel like she came on there to try to say that, you know, almost as an... Is an apologetic performance, and hey, look at me. I'm not as I'm not that same person. Mm. Look at me. I've grown, and but it was just so timid and just I, that's so, it. It was. I would actually perceive it as more of a fearful response rather yeah. than an apology. She's got nothing to apologize for. She was on. She was heavily edited, and she was on a reality and now, show. And now she's coming back the third time. I think <clears> I'm, I'm thinking she's found the balance. I think that she's found the balance. I hope that she's found. I'm going to say because I follow her on Instagram. I'm going to say no. She's back at hundred. Okay, <laughs> but that's that's silky. That's silky. We we love her at hundred. Mm, yeah, anyway, not that anyone asks, but um, <laughs> um, I'm on week six of yes. of just like this whole. Uh, health kick do you know what i mean tom it's It's a sobriety journey no alcohol um just no junk food and i'm feeling i'm feeling really good i'm feeling really proud of myself so you should you've been you've been doing amazingly but you've been doing it really really sensibly you've been like paying attention to nourishing your body properly we went out to dinner on sunday um and uh, I took my own Tupperware meals. He did. I, I, it wasn't I was any there. old Tupperware, though. It was, it was the glass Tupperware because I wanted to feel fancy. At least. So mm. we went to a restaurant and um, I, I, I took my own uh, fruit salad and one Tupperware. And then my other Tupperware, because that was my um, starter slash dessert. Mm-hmm. And then for my main, I had another Tupperware and I brought that out. And it was um, steak it was and steak and quas quas. Steak and quas quas. It was fillet steak, medium rare, sliced on top of quas quas with um, a little veggie medley. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. It was really good. You and didn't I felt envy so anybody good. else's food at all, did you? So I want to say thank you to the, the the people there who let me take my own food. The Queen's I Head did, in Penrith Bay. I did lie. I said I had a medical condition. You could have also said you could have said many things that I don't yeah, invite questions. Because really. I didn't want them to say no because I really wanted to go, but I also didn't want to lie. You didn't really. Ha- I mean, you could have you could have just left her at kind of like it is necessary for me to bring my own food. Mm. Well, everyone, I've started my own. You know, like I've been on so many um, health plans, diets, and mm-hmm. everything. I've made up my own diet, and it's called the eight four two, and it's eight <laughs> weeks of no alcohol and sensible eating, and followed by four weeks of the introduction of social dining and drinking back into my diet you know uh-huh, uh-huh. because every time i do like an eight week challenge it's a, a four week challenge as soon as that last day is up and i've done the eight weeks i am back on it it's and a I, it's and a bit it's, about you like reintroducing yeah real life a little bit but more gradually just, isn't after it? eight weeks i'm like yes oh look at me i'm so slim i'm gonna i'm gonna eat i can eat whatever i want i can drink as much as i want and then next thing you know i'm back on another diet so this there's eight weeks of no drinking no no bad food and then four weeks i introduced you know social dining and drinking back into it mm-hmm. and then for the last two weeks because it's the last two weeks before new year's i, I call it the two week sprint which <laughs> i just like do whatever i can to make myself look fabulous for new year's eve <laughs> which we're spending in manchester and um and then we're probably down to brighton for a few nights yeah yeah, yeah yeah so yeah so that's that's where i'm on and tom i want to say thank you to tom tom you've been so supportive have i life. you've been amazingly supportive um tom knows that i'm not drinking so he's drinking more yeah um, yeah yeah, to yeah. Help me yeah 
And the, um, the Tom, more I drink, the less there is for the kids to drink. <laughs> yes, thank you, Phoebe. And then also, I mean, Tom's been eating healthy with me. Tonight I ate soup and a sandwich. Tom had, what did you have for dinner? Um, can we just say that I have literally just come in through the door because I had a very long day at work, so I got a McDonald's on the um, way home. Sorry. So no, you no, no. can save that judgment. <laughs> you can shove it right <laughs> up your jacksy. No, no, no. That wasn't the question. What did you have for dinner? I just, I just it... said, I just said what I had for dinner, and well, I gave an you, explanation. You didn't say. You didn't say. I you... said a McDonald's. Oh, I did. Sorry. Um, and you can show that judgment up Tom, your ass. Look, you really I was, can. What I was really trying to say is thank you so much for supporting me throughout this journey. That's what I was trying to well, say. Well, those words sound empty now, so let's move on. <laughs> let's let's move on to drag race. Yes. Yeah, let's, let's do that. The power ranking. Let's talk about the power ranking. These queens, I love them. Danny Beard is leading the pack with Cheddar Gorgeous, just like gnawing it, gnawing it. Yeah. Knowing it, you know, at his socks, really. <laughs> her, her um, her her, her dainty her, little booties. Her, her coattails. She's yeah. she, she's right there. She's not riding her coattails. That's not accurate. She's gnawing at them. I said. Okay, okay. It just felt oh. like you were coming for cheddar. And then after that, it's the co- what Dakota really isn't. Dakota's um following up mm-hmm. behind cheddar with two wins, two and wins, two but bottoms. One, one, two actually, two bottom two placements. That's what I said. Two wins and two bottoms. Yeah. And then we've got Black Pepper, who's got one win and two. No, Pixie Polite will come after because <clears throat> Pixie Polite's got one win. And then we've got Black Pepper's got one win and two bottom placements. One yes. win last week. And then we've got John Jomba's Blonde, who was um, who's no progression we know, who's enjoying the ride, who's enjoying the ride. Oh, I th- I think she's so lovely, Jomba's though. Like I really love her personality. I think she's so cheerful. She's very self-deprecating. She's she's a good time. Um, she's had some high placements, so she may be get, gaining some momentum in the competition. Mm. Jumpers is very much the Kitty Scott Claws of the season, isn't it? Kitty, I mean, Kitty Scott Claws had mm. the same kind of journey in terms of she had no badges for for the longest time, and then after a while, she got, she got her end. first. Finally, she got her first win, and then she made it to the finale. Do you think that's going to be the same or similar for Jumpers? It'll hinge on this episode, really. Um, to be honest, it'll be sink or swim for Jombas, I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, she, I mean, you need a bitch. At this point, you need a bitch. At this point, when you're looking around. Not if you're Ellie Diamond. Oh, I mean. Well, Ellie, Ellie's one of the many. That, and if that you're in Drag Race Italia, push. their winner had no badges for season one. Yeah, that, but that's strange. I mean, Drag Race Italia is worth watching for so many reasons. So, one so, of them is to see somebody with no badges take the crown. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, she's fabulous. Electrobionic is fabulous. But there was a girl right there with two or three badges for Ida Kant. By the way, season two was out. I've not caught up with it yet. I will. Uh, yeah, well, I think that... Um, yeah, you know, you're right. Jomba's blonde. If she doesn't win, I mean, at this stage, at this stage of the competition, surely you're looking around going, oh gosh, am I just biding my time now? Mm-hmm. Like, am, I, is it, is, am I just waiting for the inevitable to but happen? Some great and very memorable finalists like Alaska and Raven didn't get any wins until the last few episodes of the competition. But both of them had like, a bit of a shaky start with like a rising trajectory. Do you think that's going to be the same? For it Jombas? could be for Jombas. Yeah, because Tom, Tom, you know what? You're using like two examples over like 50, 60 seasons of Drag Race. I mean, that's that's very much a tiny percentage. But you they can't exist. Use that. 
Tom, yeah, but no, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that. It's <laughs> Jumpers is there, looking around the room, going, "Okay, you know what? I should just start packing so it's easier." Well, no, I'm, girl, I'll, girl, I'll start folding your clothes if I was there next to you. I'd be like, "Girl, listen, let's be real." She can't. Let's she, be real. We agree. She needs to make an, an impact. This this episode to hang around. We say goodbye to Lafil. So the girls coming into the room. We've just seen the lip sync. Mm-hmm. Um, Lafil versus the uh, Black Pepper. Yeah, and it was. What can only be described as a um, a goofy lip sync <laughs> um, by LaPhil, uh, philosophical, philanthropic. Yeah, filled her boots with mud. She did everything. Girl, she she was. You, I have. I mean, I have never. You got you got to admire the spirit of what she did. I mean, she gave it her all, bless her. Literally. I mean, everything. L- literally. So, oh, is that mud? Yeah, can I use that for the lip sync? Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Are you guys using this this over here? No, no, no. Whose scarf is this? Can I take this Are you using these dead leaves? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She, can I have these? She, she, left it, she left it all on the stage. I, literally. She really, really, literally. I, I, I thought LaFille was a very special queen. She brought a certain sense of uniqueness. Um, I thought she was really cool. Very visually creative. Very sweet, very likable. Had like a nice calm energy. I liked mm. her a lot. I mean, they, they seem to like her. They're talking around the room. You know, they've said they feel well. They're sitting at the couch as they do. And they're talking about, you know, what they bring or, you know, mm-hmm. what this top six is great here. Black Pepper, you know, saying that she's obviously um, a good lip syncer, which which got me into thinking mm-hmm. um, in terms of lip syncs and lip sync assassins. Uh it's almost it's hard to, to you, you put this into words for me, you mm-hmm. know, because sometimes lip sync assassins or people who win lip syncs almost take that as a win, which is it is a win, but in order to get to that place, you have to be the worst of, of the, the bunch. And, and if you're a lip sync assassin, meaning that you've done it more than once, more than twice, sometimes three or more, it means that you've been the worst consistently and you've survived to stay another episode. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like. There's, there's queens, for, for example, like Beverly Kills, Alyssa Edwards, who, mm-hmm. who are like, yeah, I don't care from the bottom every week. You know, I'm, I'm really good at lip syncing. I'm going to lip sync my way to the end. And then that's kind of it, kind of asking for it. There. If you They're say, asking for it. They're dying for it. <laughs> Get off my back. Um, no, I, I do think that's a dangerous thing to say in this competition because it creates a narrative that the producers can pounce on. Um, and it usually is something somebody says a couple of episodes before they go home. Not even that. Some people say it like on the first episode. Yeah. I so Listen, if well, I was ever to go on Drag Race, I would walk in there and I would be like, oh, do you know what? I've got two left feet, but I really <laughs> give it my all. Um, I'm very shy. I'm a park shy. and bark kind of queen. Yeah, I'm a park and bark kind of queen. I'm very shy. I don't do character um, <laughs> illusion. I don't do impersonation. You know, I, I would undersell myself so much. Totally. You know, just come back to what you were saying about like lip sync assassins and like them sometimes wearing it as a badge of honor. I think they're sometimes the kind of queens who are obviously amazing performers and perform the house down boots at the club and on bigger stages but don't do well at drag race they just don't fit the mold of what's required in Mm. several of the challenges um is black pepper one of those queens i don't know i don't know that she is because she, she won the first episode which was fashion based i mean she could have been high you know she did really really well in the girl group challenge but she was in the wrong group but i mean yeah 
don't don't sell yourself as somebody who's going to lip sync your way to the top. <laughs> it doesn't this, usually end well. I have compiled a list of who the lip sync assassins are. Is it definitive? For me, that it is. Okay. If you think I've missed one, anyone, message us, let us know. Yes. Um, but this is what I think, and it should matter. <laughs> you matter. It should matter. You okay. I, matters I have, me. I have, that was. Really uh, off. There were so many so keys, It's girl. because you were talking. You're, you're, I'm going to call you Hagrid because you are a gatekeeper. You, you were talking, key in that you're one. talking in a different key to me, so it's distracting. This is who the actual lip sync is. Not the ones who are like, I'm a lip sync assassin, mama. Oh, yes, go on. Yes, I'm a lip sync. Yes, I'll lip sync the house. No, this is who has who Some has of them may have it. said that. Who has shown it, okay? And this is it. Coco Montrese. Unequivocally. Lip sync assassin. She's the care. very definition. Yeah, I know her performance in All Stars was weird, but then they people don't it's know that they had told her she couldn't do her Janet Jackson. At the last minute. At the last minute. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was, that was a bit of like... Last minute improv, last minute, like, you know. I mean, it was, it's still iconic because it was so weird. Trinity K. Bonet. Again, complete definition of a lip sync assassin. Yeah. Especially on her run on season six. I've never seen her do a bad lip sync. No, she did. And she has lip synced a lot. What a man. Uh, I'm every woman. Vibology. Yeah. Did she really lose that to Adora? I don't think she did. No, she didn't. No, no, that was the no. line. St- but th- yeah. The one against Laganja. Oh, that was them two were amazing. Oh yeah, um, the uh, Dua Lipa song. Yeah, Dua Peep. Um, the next one here is I'm not going in any particular order. I should though, but I'll try go through Alyssa Edwards. Yeah, she is. She is. Um, whip my hair. Um, oh. li- even the lip sync against Coco. That that was an iconic. That, that is one of my favorite lip syncs of yeah. all time. Just the way that they interacted to Cold Hearted Snake. That moment specifically where Alyssa falls over and kicks her leg over exactly as Coco punches towards her. It's just the shut up and drive. Yeah, that's it. Um, no romance without finance. That one against Ivy as well. She we rocked that one. Monet Exchange. Totally. Monet is a consummate lip sync performer. Monet is amazing. Her 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 mouth was made for lip syncing mm-hmm. and singing. Girl, girl can She's got sing. Pipes. She can sing. I mean, the, I remember where I was. You know, you know something is an iconic moment in history when you know exactly where you were, what you were doing mm-hmm. at the time that you saw it. And it was Monet Exchange versus um, Dots. Dusty Ray Bottoms, Dusty Ray you can Bottoms. never remember her name. The, the Dusty Ray Bottoms to the, to the song. Pound the Alarm. Uh, uh, uh. Pound the Alarm. Yeah, which is a bit like that fake out. That I was, was so good. I was, I was, it was before a performance in London and I, I got there early. I was at a breakfast cafe next door to the the place that we were doing mm-hmm. it. Trotsky, where you came and saw me. Oh, yeah. Um, Trotsky. Yeah. Troxy. Troxy. Troxy's a little me, bit different. Okay, thank you. Um, I was getting me breakfast and I was watching it as I was eating my breakfast and mm-hmm. I saw it and I literally, out loud, I was like, ah, oh my God, yeah. I was gagged. I was gay. That was amazing. Also, another one, I don't believe she lost against Cameron either in the Lizzo song. Mm, yeah. Uh, Laganja Estranja. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She did not lose against um, Jocelyn Fox. She won I've, that lip sync. I've got a real soft spot in my heart for Jocelyn Fox and I enjoyed her comedic performance of stupid girls but I, I i you know i i accept your opinion there 
about Laganja. <laughs> I accept your opinion. Yeah. Because that's what all it is. And I mean, the, the redemption that she got for the Dula Peep lip sync, just fantastic. Chi Chi Devine. Totally. To- Call me where she murdered Nacia Lopez. There was, like, there was an assassination. Like, there was blood. It was, there was there, a fatality. That was, that yeah. was Mortal Kombat. It really was. And she, she looked like poison from Street Fighter. Do you know, the, the thing is that before she had decided to go in for the kill, then mm-hmm. we see, um, Nacia Lopez was doing, like, cartwheels. Handsprings. Like, you know, cartwheels. Like a round off. And then all of a sudden we see, the, and then she's like, okay, Chi-Chi's like, okay, yep, now, now, now's my time. Yeah. Backflip, backflip, front flip, front flip. And they were perfect. Drop. Oh my God. Hands across the board. Inhales, inhales. And then the amazing contrast of um, I Am Telling You um, oh, against yes. Thorgy, yes. where even Thorgy by the end of it was holding up Chi-Chi's arm in victory, um, you know? Yeah. Um, absolutely beautiful. A few more. Um, Cameron Michaels. I know that you don't like it, but Cameron Michaels is an assassin. No, 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 no. She that, was that, really it's, good. It's inaccurate. I, I, I think she did some amazing lip syncs. I just don't think she won against Monet. Okay. Uh, her, her one against Eureka was fantastic. Um, new attitude. Cameron the is one. such a good mover. Yeah. That Patti LaBelle with Eureka, that double was amazing. Yeah. Um, the one that she had against Cracker. Nasty Girl. Oh, Nasty Girl. Because I, I love sexy. Vanity Six and I love that song and she did it perfectly. And the, and then the other one that she won where she didn't have to do anything. You know what? She could have just, she actually could have just stood there and just like pointed the Charlie Heights and she would have won <laughs> against the, Asia. I mean, <laughs> my favorite clip of that, yeah. It's after she's finished. It was Janet Jackson's song. Was yeah. it? Nasty, it was, wasn't it? Um, at the end, because Cameron clearly didn't know exactly what was going on and was concentrating on her performance. And there's this clip where she's shot from the bottom with a butterfly in the foreground. Arms and crossed. She, no, she's stroking her arm as like a comfort gesture. She's like, what's going on here? What are these dead insects doing <laughs> on the stage? Why? How many of these have I trodden on, these poor this creatures? Kennedy Davenport. Yeah, undisputably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She probably one of the best... She, when she goes in, she goes in her. She is so vivacious. She's yeah. so energetic. She's so much power in her movements, the kicks, the hair whips. Like, mm-hmm. I, my neck hurts seeing what she does. Yeah. Her leg, the, oh, she is Roar against dynamic. Katia. Dynamic. Raw against Katia is one of, one of her very best. Katia was no slouch in that. Katia was actually very, very good. But Kennedy just was iconic and she's a powerful performance she really, Stage really is prisons galore yeah we got raja o'hara from season 11 yes i loved raja in particular when she won a lip sync in three seconds flat oh that was <laughs> when i like when i tell you it was over straight away it was it was over poor mercedes we're speaking we're talking specifically about um living in america the james brown song I mean, she just broke out those moves, and it's like James Brown possessed her. That that was that was the fastest win, mm-hmm. the fastest lip sync win in history. So very good. What were her lip syncs on All Stars? I can't bring them to mind as clearly. They're not coming. But um, she was also against Scarlet Envy, and she was sent home by Akira, but still did a really, really good job to strut. Yeah. We got Widow Von Doom, season 12. Yes, yep. Like, straight away, in my mind, I see that performance that she did in all black. 
Was it Sh- was the Shaka, Shaka Khan, Khan song? Yeah, that was powerful. She was fantastic. Her first ever showing as well to the Nicki Minaj song. Oh, she did not need to go that hard. No, although to be fair, you know, Gigi was holding her own. So why not bust out all the moves? Why not show us exactly what you're made of with it? It's like she left nothing for like nothing for every other episode. She broke her arm. She broke her leg. She, yeah. she, on stage, she was, she's she got was, hypermobility in her she joints. Was self, isn't she self mutilation. Well, she actually stage. did. She actually did cut a knee, didn't she, when she did a slide? <laughs> Yeah. She cut herself. Now, listen, 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 If you're not cutting yourself on stage, you're an assassin. It's, it's like take a leaf out of Candy's Ionides book if you're going to do a reveal. If you're not setting yourself on fire, there it is. Then you're yeah. not doing a reveal. If, yeah. If you're not sending, if you're not sending yourself to hospital yes. like she was, yeah, then you, you know what? Why are you even there? <laughs> why, why, why did you, why did you come to Drag Race? Yeah. Why did if you were going to self-immolate, yeah. and if you were going to dislocate all your limbs, why did you come to Drag Race? Exactly. That is the commitment I want to see okay okay uk girls that's what i want to say i run off the last ones very quickly denali and la la Ree from season 13 totally on board that my favorite la la Ree moment um when joey j throws the money in the air to fancy and la is picking it up so good and denali versus kimura that was just fantastic cool she got so much kudos for that and rightly so and then jasmine kennedy Amazing. She is just an all-rounder, amazing she performer. She feels the music. She's absolutely so good. We've got Beverly Kills and Queen Kong from Drag Race Down Under. Completely agree. Queen Kong. Beverly was such an intense performer. I loved what she She came alive in lip syncs. Queen Kong did moves I'd never seen before. Yeah, and that was good. After, after mm. so many episodes, we want something new. So that was really good to see from um, Queen Kong. But Beverly Kills is amazing. Yeah, Queen Kong too. And then, yeah, that's it. Uh, I know people probably want me to say Georges. Um, hmm. Georges is a good, re- a really fun, effervescent performer. But for I me, would, I don't see an assassin. I, I, compared to the ones we've just said... I don't think she's quite there yet. In a few years' time, quite possibly. Now, she's very young. There are people who you're probably wondering, why haven't I said their name? It's because yes. they were in Assassin's Day, but they had an amazing performance. There's some honourable mentions. Dita Ritz. Yeah, honourable mentions. Like, Dita Ritz. Yep. Her is one of the best lip syncs in the history. This as, will be. As this will be. That is iconic moment. Sasha Velour, iconic moment with the pedals. Mm-hmm. we got Evie Oddly in Brooklyn Heights, that lip sync that they both did together. Yeah. Iconic. we got um we got Naomi Smalls, Naomi Smalls against Monet in All Stars, that lip sync moment. That was iconic. very, very good. Come yeah. rain, come shine. Can I throw one in? Latrice. Oh, Latrice, yes. But specific, I mean, for um, my imagination... And uh, you make me feel like a, ma- a magical woman, woman. A natural woman. Like, so she gives me chills doing those yeah. performances. Um, Kiki and Priyanka. Kiki, when I yes. Kai, I loved it. It was um, to uh, Celine Dion. Yep. Um, I drove all night. I drove all night. I also want to give a mention to taste as well. For memory, especially. Yep. Um, and I think that's it. And Silky, you have to say Silky Nutmeg because of that For lip sync extravaganza. Yeah, totally. Okay, so you're probably wondering, how come they're just talking about lip sync? We want to talk about Drag Race UK. Yes, today oh, is... Oh, can I give one more shout out there? Mm. Specifically, Gia Gunn yeah. against Naomi. Oh. All Stars 4. I, Gia shone, but they 
didn't really show they, her on they camera. didn't they didn't even give her any airtime she was just not scheduled for a return i'm afraid no they didn't even no. give her a reveal a moment which was sad i mean naomi was fab too i'm not taking away her but gia was amazing gia was great too she gia was double was amazing mm. and they also did her wrong with her talent how did that not make the top that's that, when that gia performance? That, that's when gia decided to become a villain to get some airtime mm. <laughs> uh, okay so this week the maxi challenge is the makeovers now it's you know it's basically family resemblance you know what yeah. it is it's when they need to do i mean we all know they can do drag they can do their own drag their own Come aesthetic on. on themselves Come actually on. <laughs> i'm <laughs> yeah. joking i'm joking um you know we know that the majority of these queens know how yeah. to do makeup yeah. and they know how to do their own bodies now it's a challenge when you have to apply that to someone else's face and mm-hmm. when you have to apply that to someone else's body yes. so that's a challenge of makeovers and the the recipients of this honor is the queen team. Now, the queen team, I've never heard of them until this episode. Have you? No. Uh, well, I don't think, I obviously am aware that they have personal assistants on set, but I've never heard the term queen team. Uh, no, basically. No. It's uh, basically they're their mothers. They look after them, they make sure yeah. they're fair, taken care of, hold their head every, uh, you know, every step of the way in the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the queens said they're literally our backbone. They do everything to make sure we're taken care of, keeping us together from losing our shit. They seem like a really special bunch of ladies. Oh, absolutely. So it's nice to see them take... But what I liked was how genuine it, the excitement and the warmth the girls expressed was when they heard who they were making. I mean, Jombas was in tears. Like, they, they were all absolutely delighted. So that that was really, really lovely. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this episode. I think it's going to be filled with fun and warmth. I agree. I'm just trying to find out when did this queen team um, come about? When did they do that? Because, you know, we have heard stories, mm. so many stories behind the scenes of how some queens are treated. Maybe this is much earlier on. I haven't heard mm. much about in the recent the, seasons. Like, mm. is this a newer thing? They've always had personal assistants on set. Um so I don't know. I don't know really. I think it's probably been around in some way, shape, or form since the inception of the well, show. No, since Sharon, they got a budget, well, there was no food for Sharon, and I think one of the that's one different. Of them... That that's like general production crapness. But you if know, you had a PA, couldn't they get they, your? They had like no money. Um, Willem said like they had like thirty dollars to feed all the queens. Hmm. Uh, I mean, season Willem has, has lifted the lid several times on season four as an example of really, really bad mistreatment. Yeah. And obviously Willem's a girl who knows the showbiz industry. So, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I guess it's probably got better and better since then. And yeah. clearly we're seeing a fab team here. I feel like it was a bit of PR. Uh, I was wondering if it was a bit of PR. Like, hey, this is the queen team. This is what they do. We look mm. after the girls and, and we make sure that they're okay. And, you know, from losing their shit and uh, make sure that they're yeah. fed. And I, I was like, this is a bit of PR. They're just trying to let us know that um, everything's okay. Trying it, to kind of combat all the negative things. that the Because mm. the queens do talk a lot after the show. Yeah. They'll talk about their experience. And a lot of the times, let's be honest their experience behind the scenes aren't the best you know um yeah you're right many queens have discussed difficulties they've had Mm. on set um Minnie, if you're listening, did you have a, a queen team? Could you let us know if yeah, there was drop, something? Drop us a message, yeah. Minnie. I, I know that they had an on... A correspondent in the field. They, yeah, <laughs> they had an on... Um, they had a psychologist... Minnie said clearly that they had... a psychologist. They had, I know that. Minnie praised their access to 
the psychologist, um, but we don't know about a queen team. I guess the most similar thing we've seen here is the season nine makeover of the crew, but this is all ladies. Now, just a couple of points I want to make here. With them all being ladies, this is going to be a double-edged sword in some ways because there's going to be nobody here who's like a really super challenging masculine brick face makeover, you know? Um, that you're not going to have somebody like that who needs shaving top to toe, who's got huge broad shoulders and no hips, that kind of thing. So, you know, the, the, the queens have got a great canvas here. The other thing I'd like to point out is that Rue paired them up, which I find interesting. I, I can't say that anybody's got an advantage or a disadvantage because they're all like really pretty ladies. Um, so... Yeah, but it interests me that Rue paired them up because usually it's the mini challenge winner who gets an advantage and does the pairing. Maybe, well, maybe- I, f- I feel that because Black Pepper, um, I would say who they're paired up with, but it doesn't really have, you know, Pepper's paired with Fleur, a, a, a white person. So I feel so like that's interesting. that will be difficult because there is a black lady on there. And I, I thought that they them two would have been mm-hmm. paired together because she'll under and he, you know Pepper will understand how to apply you know certain makeup on certain on that type of skin. However, Danny has been paired with um Danny's been paired paired with Mystique. Yeah, who is not our, Mystique Summers Madison. No, or <laughs> Mystique from the X Men. No. no, Mystique the Queen. Yes, from the Queen team. From the Queen team. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, so, this that is going to be an interesting challenge, I guess. I mean, I remember Aquarius saying during her makeover, kind of like anybody who's a decent makeup artist should be able to make over people of different skin tones. But that's the question, isn't it? Being a decent makeup artist. So yeah. let's see how that goes. I guess the other thing is I, I don't see anybody here of like very different body types either. Um, which is also interesting because the queens like Danny and Pixie, who are more curvaceous and more heavily padded, you know how queens tend to bring two things that for a makeover. Mm-hmm. Is that going to work for them? Or are these ladies going to drown in those outfits? Well, I think that they used it as a, you know, as something to start with and then they make the adjustments. So that's they? where another set of skills comes in, doesn't it? Can, are you an effective seamstress? Can you make those adjustments? Was it Gigi who, um, I feel like the way to go was Gigi Good, season 12. Yes. The win- uh, season 12, the runner-up, who she brought kind of like poncho-y, like yeah, cape fa- fashion cape yes. outfits that would have that would have fit anyone most queens bring something in four-way stretch as well mm. you know that's it you, we're not gonna do we are not what we're not gonna do is a season one Alyssa edwards give me the name hmm? season season one. one like we were like oh my gosh she's trying to be Alyssa. like she needs to stop uk oh season cheryl hall yeah so go with cheryl <laughs> hall and bring something and force them in it to the point where the zipper breaks yeah, that was awful. I mean, that would have been emba- for me. That would have been embarrassing for the sister. Like, mm. girl, we're on TV, and like, come on, but do you know what? And same about that. <laughs> come the way, on, girl. The way Cheryl just sat there afterwards, like the zips broke. There's nothing I can do now. So <laughs> like, I'm no seamstress, but like, ca- couldn't you just attach another zip? I don't know. Does that work? Yeah, Tom. You know, it's so much easier to just say things mm. and when you don't know what technically is involved but i know in like it. a broken zip can't be fixed but like remove the zip and add yeah. a new zip there'll be zips there won't there it's a room full of sewing materials 
I think that's me. It's me. It's me not being it's, fair. There, it's like I'm someone, sure. someone like you know, someone who has like depression, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. me just telling you, mm-hmm. can't they just be happy? Like it's just that easy, right? Like, how hard is your job? Like, can't they just, you know, choose not to be depressed? I think we simplify. Perfect metaphor. Yeah, I think we simplify how hard um, sewing is when we don't know it. Mm-hmm. So let's let's just like not not be that person. Mm-hmm. Let's not be mm-hmm. that person. Let's okay. take a step back. Let's reflect. Let's yeah. reflect. So Pepper's paired with Fleur. Cheddar is paired with Gemma. We got Dakota who's with Lucy. Danny, like we said, was with Mystique. We got Jombus who's paired with Alyssa. Olivia and Pixie is with Wendy. Now, before we watch the rest of mm-hmm. it, I'm going to ask you: Who do you think is going to do well? So, I'm thinking some of the queens who brought great looks, have great creativity, lovely makeup. Um, at the top of my list is probably Cheddar and Pepper, um, our queens with food-based names. Um, I can see them doing really well. Um, who else? Jomba's Jomba's this is a sink or swim episode. Jomba's is a stylist. Jomba's could do well here. And I do think that in her work she's used to styling women. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she's worked for Vogue. Mm. So this could be a good moment for Jomba's. Um Dakota, I think this is kind of a good challenge for Dakota because her style is so soft and feminine. I think she'd have a hard time making over a very masculine person. So this might go well for it. Remember, I think it would go well for Dakota. She did that lovely look with Black Pepper. The um, baby. Oh, sorry, with baby. Yeah. Girl, Bolo. Yeah, I know, Bolo. Bolo, please. I know. I'm oh. a POC, so if Tom said that, then, then come for us, but not me, girl. Don't don't come at me. <laughs> oh, play that card. Yeah, don't play with that. Don't do that to me, everyone. Um, she, yeah, no, she, she, she can that sew. Yeah, she loved that look. I, yeah. I loved the look that they did mm-hmm. to this girl, but I agree. I think that um, the, the, this is that Cheddar is going to get another win. That, that, that's I just my think I can just assumption. see Cheddar just coming up with this amazing storyline and um, these amazing conceptual looks and... I can imagine Cheddar like really focusing on making this lady feel special as well. I actually think Dakota's gonna do well as I well. I think Dakota will be great. And and because Jombas is a stylist, I'm gonna say, you know what? I think Jombas might do well this this week. Just don't be too ambitious because yeah. the thing is, I think that had she had more time, her outfit that she you know, the apple pie um outfit she made with <laughs> black apple pepper. Pie, yeah. I think, you know, that would have looked much better if she had time to finish and finish. She's got lots of designer items on her rack. Like um, when last week when she was um, uh, St. Patty, she was wearing like a Gucci coat and a a designer dress as well. Um, We've not mentioned Pixie and Danny. Now, the reason I think I feel like they don't have, how do I phrase this? That I don't have such high expectations from them this episode. The reason we think they're going to do shit no. is because why, Tom? Because <laughs> they're shit. They're making, no. <laughs> they're shit. They're making shit. They're drag is shit. No. They're hips are shit. They're padding is shit. They're shit. Because we saw them in the paired construction challenge mm-hmm. come up with things that were fine. There wasn't anything... Well, there wasn't anything majorly wrong with what they put together, but the concepts weren't super advanced and... They were a little pedestrian compared to what else was on stage. 
So it really just depends what they do, I think. You know, obviously, they're more likely to be using stuff off their own rack. And Danny's stuff that she's brought is, and, and Pixie's, is like fab, lovely, high concept. They've had some great runways. I just, the other thing with Danny now, yeah, the family resemblance, she's probably going to have to do whiteout makeup, which is... She, I don't know, she might get criticised for in some ways. I don't think Danny can... I think it's very interesting that she was paired with a lovely black lady because she can't apply that makeup onto her. I mean, she can. No, not really. It won't work. It will not work. I think she uses like a proper clown white base, you know. I think it's proper... On black skin? Well, I'm no, I'm no makeup artist, but... Girl. I also think you've got to, I don't know, it feels like an additional complication I where she's feel, got to I think feel, about like the implications and the effect of that. I, you yeah, know? Exactly. I think Danny needs to show us this week and just once versatility with makeup. And I feel like that's Danny's challenge for today because but, even, in, even in the pairs challenge that she did with Pixie... Hmm. We we saw that um, Pixie did the the white out same makeup as um, Danny did. They both did that. There was you know. So I feel that Danny, like you know, you, you're amazing. Can you show us that you can do a, a different type of makeup that actually suits your sister? We've seen her do it within challenges. I guess one thing it's a it's a double edged sword. She might get criticised if she doesn't do it because it's not a family resemblance then because it's the classic. She has to think about other things like the moustache, the beard. Um, the kind of Mugler-esque silhouette, that kind of stuff, and focus on the other things that make her Danny Beard and, mm. you know, welcome to the family of Beard. Let's see what they do. Yeah, shall we have a look? I'd like to. Okay. Um, I'm ready to quickly watch the girls come down, pause and have a talk about what they're wearing. I think I probably um, and, am too. Yeah. Just but, um, to... Is there anything in the workroom just, that is worth mentioning in terms of discussion. Just to mention that I think it's lovely that we're hearing the stories and voices of queer women on this program. Something we don't get very often, unfortunately. Um, but lovely to to see and hear this, hear about their coming out stories, hear about their different expressions of gender and femininity. Um, so I, I I just like to say that I really enjoyed hearing that and like thank you to these beautiful women for sharing their stories. These these six are, are fabulous. I love them. Yeah, they're so gorgeous. I mean, we can understand why these queens adore, adore them. them. Yeah, adore definitely. Them, don't we? And there's so much love in the room today, which is what I love about the makeover episodes. They're usually like a big love in. Drama is suspended. People have a lovely time. It's about giving some special people a chance to shine on the runway mm. in a different way to usual i mean not since season nine have we seen um any of the crew members or the staff We're be transformed we have just seen wintergreen again we have. <laughs> she made an appearance yeah i mean at birth wintergreen oh. do you think we're going to have any any um, transformation queens like maybe? That? Shall, we, shall we have a shall look? Shall we through? see? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. The runway. The first one we're gonna walk. Let's go. Sorry. The first one I'm walking down is Jombers Blonde and Nanu Noir. Nanu Noir, who is Olivia. So I think Jombers has done a good job. I think they both look really chic and elegant. There's a color story. Well, a lack of color story, if you will, because they've gone for these this monochromatic effect. I like how they're inverted and the 
The silhouettes feel very complimentary. So Nanu's in this sort of column dress with the peplum. Jumbas is in more of a kind of cigarette pant with a with a kind of um, strapless top, but with a train. And the overall effect is is quite like clean and chic and graphic, which I think is kind of Jumbas' go to style. To be honest, um, I think she's done a really good makeup job. I think it was smart of her to go for like a graphic mime kind of thing. I love the outfit. Mm. I love the outfit a lot. I'll tell you what I think about the makeup. Mm-hmm. I think that the makeup is a cop-out. I think the barely there clown makeup is a cop-out because the dresses are lovely. Really, like they are, for, for me, it's fashion. Tom, it's fashion. Lovely. But it's easier to stamp on a comedic kid's party face paint then do the whole like shabam of drag makeup and i feel like doing something like this especially since this is kind of the first time we've seen it a is not in character to what we know of her um and b it shows a lack of makeup skill and makeup confidence i think it's makeup confidence because her makeup confidence has been knocked during this season Rouge criticized her lip Raven was giving us some constructive feedback in the workroom. Um, I do see what you mean, but I think at least it's thematically cohesive. Yeah. I did see a lovely Piero Ruff in the workroom that I think it's a shame didn't make it on anybody's neck to really set off the clown theme. Mm. Or a jaunty little Galliano for Dior kind of Piero conical hat is all I would have added as like pièce de résistance. Because I don't think... I would agree with you. The outfits don't scream clown. They're it's no, all in the makeup. There is nothing funny about that fashion. That fashion is gorgeous. It's, it's quite beautiful. It's very I love beautiful. It. It's very. It's quite Mugler, actually. I, even, I love the wigs on both of them. It's so classic beauty. Yeah. Everything is correct for me. It's just a mismatch with the makeup. I just don't... I don't get it. They look like they were having really good fun as well. I like their energy. So I, I think great job overall, Oh, John it's a great does. job, yeah. but the makeup for me is a no. Yeah, because, you know, as a, as a MUA myself... Yes, you are. Then it's... Uh, yeah, I, I can say things like that, Tom. Of course you, you can. Of course you can. Next up, we have who? Pixie Polite and Trixie Mattel? <laughs> True love. Um, so there's a lot of fun and camp in these looks. I'm getting Tinkerbell. I'm getting Pantomime. I'm getting Fern Gully. I'm getting all this. Um, It's like a fun fairy tale kind of costume i guess when i'm looking at the costumes do i think that's the most flattering thing that pixie's ever worn no i don't um i think it 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 kind of bunches up and creates a strange silhouette in different ways um i think it actually flatters wendy better because it falls a little longer um i think they look like they were having fun and it's a cute storyline. But, you know, even if I'm comparing her to Jombas, who we've just seen, I don't see as much elevation in fashion. But maybe that's not Pixie's brand. Maybe it's more about fun and camp and pantomime. I I liked it. I this mean, is far I mean, more up your very, street yeah, than it is it's mine. It's very fairy tale, um, Peter Pan, Wendy. Wendy. Uh, Thumbelina. I, realness. It's It's... it's it's mystical. It's it's airy fairy, and I I liked it. What I didn't like was what um was done to Wendy's face. It was very metallic. 
Yeah. It was, you know, I mean, props to her for attempting makeup on someone else. You're not just, you know, putting on a clown face. <clears throat> well, I think Pixie, her mug on the show has been really lovely. But do you remember Danny mentioned as soon as she saw her? Oh, she's had a glow up. I think she's recently upgraded her mug. For the show. Yes. And perhaps she doesn't have super lots of experience mm. kind of putting it on other people. I mean, they had lots of fun. They had lots of fun. And it sounds like I'm knocking them for doing something camp, which I'm not trying to. I, I liked it, Tom. But the, you're right. Maybe it's more me. I do live in a, a fairy tale land. And so the, these people are welcome there anytime. <laughs> I love it. They're just little elements of the costume that, you know, don't maybe appeal to my taste. That's all. But that's subjective. It's not objective. Mm. And I accept that. Okay. 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 Now, Danny Beard is with Mystique. What's Mystique's drag name? <laughs> Miz, Miz, Mizzy Mustache. Mizzy Mustache. Um, so I'm, I let's just touch on the fact as well. Then I thought it was very interesting and brave of uh, Mystique to discuss. We saw this reticence from Mystique about putting on the beard, and I was a little bit hmm. There's something underpinning this. There's something that's a bit dysphoric for Mystique about putting this this beard on because it's an androgynous thing and then she very bravely shared that because she's not conventionally feminine presenting um she's been mistaken for a man and that kind of thing and that that's not her intent she doesn't wish to to present as a male that she just she's not conventionally feminine presenting and so i thought it was really really fabulous of mystique to embrace it um, and I could see that Danny was going gently with her, not trying to push her in a direction that she didn't want to go. And when they came out on the runway, Mystique was having so much fun. I was like, yes, she's really, really embracing it. The performance mm. on the runway was amazing. Really, really good. The Such good energy. The transformation yeah. um, in terms of energy and confidence and yeah. camp. And I mean, she did admit that she was she was the most introvert person there and i just feel mm -hmm. like out of all the queens that rocked this runway that mystique probably gave the most energy and such a transformation with it so and the transformation so i just, just want to give so much props to her yeah. for that for that you know that change it was great it was lovely to see she was like dancing yeah she was loving it it's just you know what it's it just reads how much these queens love her. Maybe this is not her most confident thing, or maybe she's found herself in drag, but I know for a fact that she's doing this for the queen, for, for Danny. Yeah, she she's... knows how important it is. All of these, all of these um, ladies do. All of them do. Yeah, this is so lovely. And I am, I'm in love with this color scheme, this pastel confection, the peach, the lilac, the peppermint. It's all there, and I'm living for it. This is so, so good. Um, the overall effect is quite 60s but particularly the, this kind of like little 60s shift dress with the almost poochy-esque print and the feathers detags with the feathers um is very 16 arlington um actually jomba's blonde is wearing a 16 arlington dress as patty last week but there we go um but it feels like that's what it's referencing i love how everything's coordinating but not matching I'm in love with a mushroom bob as well. One of my favorite haircuts. Can't we all have a mushroom bob? Actually, Zac Efron's trying to rock one at the moment. It's not working for him. 
Um, well, they're wearing the same outfit. I don't. What do you mean by? But the tights are different colours. The hair are different colours. Okay. The beards are different colours. The feathers on their wrists are different colours. Their shoes are different colours. Okay. Whereas Pixie and Wendy are exactly matchy matchy except for the wig. Yep. So right. everything that Good. Danny's wearing so you, that so is you, lilac. You're reading Pixie. I hear you. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> everything that Danny's wearing that is lilac, uh, Mizzy is wearing mint and vice mm. versa. Nice, nice. I think this is a great look. I like it. Super cute, super cute. I really like this. It's chic, it's fun, it's camp, and I love the colour scheme. Yep. Okay. Next up, we've got Cheddar Gorgeous and... Is it Brie Gorgeous? Yeah, and no, I, I, I slightly um, wish they'd gone for Brianna Cracker, which was Miss Cracker's, but that was Miss Cracker's original name, wasn't it? Yeah, Tom, that was Miss Cracker's original Still, name. Nobody's using it now. Oh, we don't know. Someone could have snatched it up. She could have <laughs> sold it. Um, so Cheddar sold Gorgeous, it. Cheddar Gorgeous I will sell also, you a drag name. <laughs> yes. Cheddar Gorgeous also had a lovely POC, which we yep. didn't see before. Yeah. Um, This transformation is... Just lovely. This so is ex- good. this is exactly who Cheddar Gorgeous is. Like, yes, she didn't try to change herself to um to make the challenge easier. She mm-hmm. she knows who she is. She's been showing us exactly who she is from day one, and she brought someone into her family, not to a family that that was created just for the challenge. Mm-hmm. She she brought her into the Gorgeous family. She did. She did. Um, I completely agree. We're getting our, well, we're getting our alien deity fantasy here, aren't we? Um, and so if I'm looking for like a fashion reference, it's very kind of like 80s Azadina Liar. Azadina Liar. Kind of yeah. thing. Very Grace yeah. Jones. Grace Jones as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Grace Jones Grace in Azadina Liar. In Azadina Liar, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Thank exactly. you, Bella. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you go shave your back now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, like, I love this velour fabric, the kind of like fire and ice storyline. Um, Cheddar's in a um, jumpsuit, whereas uh, Brie is in a dress. Again, complementary silhouettes, but not identical. Um, no, believe me. I watch carefully on the runway. I'm like, is it a jumpsuit? Jeddah's is. It's a wide lead palazzo pant um, jumpsuit. Um, Yeah, this ruching is so gorgeous. Those victory rolls in the hair, the ethereal makeup. Really, really beautiful. Really stunning. Love their gentle energy on stage. All very ethereal. Um, Little like sci-fi kind of overtones, like a little bit like, um, you know, Star Wars. They could be visiting the planet Tatooine. Um, Could be somebody from Dune. This all, is like all that a, kind of this stuff. Is, this is what I imagine a gay Dementor to look like. Oh, you know, or like a or gay Knight Rider. I heard Nazgul from the Lord of the Rings. I heard all Dementors were pansexual. Oh, Tom, I don't. Where do you where? <laughs> where Tom? Where you were supposed to yes and that? No, no. Some things, Tom, is a, is a, is a hard no. Um, I'm loving the hair loaf on our Cheddar Gorgeous. The mm. doors Eureka have opened. Um, I, I mean, this is this is a great look. I like it. I, I think they look fab. They're among my favourites on the stage. Next up is Black Pepper and I don't know who dressed. Uh, chili Pepper. Chili Pepper. Yep. Chili Pepper. I'm going to let you Black start Pepper this Black Pepper and one. Chili Pepper. <laughs> um, so I'm going to... It's the same... Th- well, first of all, let's start with... I, I think that the outfits uh, fit nicely. I think they're nice. I do, I do like them. The outfits Cute are, little leatherette mini yeah. dresses. Yeah. It's... I mean... 
I'm loving the legs on both of them. I'm loving lovely, the fit. Lovely gams, girl. I'm loving the fit on mm. both of them. Now, I want to tell you, I don't know where this white face came from, from Black Pepper. I, I do not associate this with her at all. And it's the same thing that I was saying about Jombas. It's just, it's, for me, it, I mean, I, I won't know. I won't know what it's what their skills are but this is not who i th- who i've seen black pepper to be for me black yeah. pepper is glamour i remember that chocolate outfit and then oh, she wore that beautiful that swan beautiful outfit look. that that like for the that, promo the promo the that, bird that, of that paradise that i see her as like glamour and black excellence you know what, no. what she is had pieces that's her signature and then she's coming home with this white face, this Danny Beard look. That's which... the thing. That's the It's not just a white face. She's also got a moustache. Like, Pepper, my not darling, you're so beautiful. You've got such a distinct sense of glamour. Why did you choose today to be Danny Beard? I wanted to see Black Pepper um, from what we know her to be, from what she has presented us. And... This isn't, this is, I mean, this is not what I thought. The dress is even quite Danny Beard. It's the Danny Beard silhouette. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This is, this like, is... Pepper, you've got a full wardrobe of beautiful garments there, which we've seen week on week on week. We've seen good, we've seen clever concepts beautifully executed week on week on week. And this is the week that you choose to raid Danny Beard's wardrobe. And paint her face on your face. It's, for me, it's another makeup confidence thing. Maybe she can do it on herself, but I don't think doing it on someone else um, is something that she is able or confident to do. This is a crisis. Mm. This is a crisis, I'm afraid. Now, overall, they look cute and they had fun. And I did really like the conjoined pigtails thing. That was super duper fun. And that was that was a great thing to break out for this. But with that face, that's not her face. It doesn't even like really. She's saying club kid, like it's a club kid B. That's not a club kid outfit, right? That's like mm, chic, sort of glamour. I, I wouldn't call that club kid. I I wouldn't. It's remember that time that we went to the club kid. <laughs> No, we like we. Well, from what remember I know, that time club, we were club kids. Yeah, remember that time that we did club kidding, like you know, back in the days, like we were like. <laughs> no, but this, you know, um, from what I've seen, club could to be uh, this. This I want to put up there. So my bottom line here is like, do they look bad? No, nowhere near. They both look super duper cute, and they had lots of fun on the runway. But this is so wildly off brand for Black Pepper that it makes me worry about her. There it is. Let's go to the last queen. We've got Dakota Schiffer and, um. Dakota and Brigitte Schiffer. Um, now, Dakota did what I said. The best thing to do was to, like a GG good moment is to bring <laughs> something like... That, that one can, size fits all. Yeah, that, one, yeah, that can fit anyone that you don't have to do too many adjustments to. And she did exactly that. And I think that this is brilliant. She's done it very, very... She, this is very smart from Dakota. A, it's right on brand. You know, she's right there in her 60s glamour. This is very Balenciaga, very 60s Balenciaga with the bow detail, especially um, Dakota's, this column dress with the bow, this lovely off-the-shoulder neckline. Gorgeous. The The way they complement without copying is so fun. So the little baby doll silhouette on Brigitte is gorgeous. The Valley of the Dolls, Sharon Tate hair 
um, really, really beautiful. I also love the way that she's used um, these checkerboard accents in the tights and the gloves. And again, not copying, but complimentary. Do you think they're needed? I think they add a little splash of interest. I'm not mad at them. Okay. The, the outfit would have been fine without, but I think they're a little pop of interest that's quite fun. For me, it seems to work on Brigitte. I, I, it doesn't work for me for Dakota. It feels like a very 60s thing to me. There were a lot of graphic prints like that in the 60s. Okay. If it's of the era, then I withdraw what I said. I mean, and I Ta- apologize. Tammy Brown will say, actually, Michelle, they did wear tights like this in the 60s. Come on, line in the neck. <laughs> Come on, neck line. Oh, by the way, Rue's not here. We've not even mentioned that. Oh, is that important? We're here, though, Tom. No, it's weird, though, because they've not properly... It'll be one of those things that people will go insane about on Reddit and speculate about for years to come, yeah. like when she wore the mask because she was ill. I look, I think that this is, first of all, a well done to all of these queens. But for me, I can see them more together on stage, which we are looking at right now. It's very obvious to me who I would put in the top and the bottoms. And I'll go first. Um, the bottoms this week is Black Pepper. And I'd, I'd put Pixie Polite there. I agree. Um, again, the overall thing this week is that everybody did such a good job because everybody had so much fun on that runway. And that was it. Make your partner feel fun and beautiful and drag. And they all did that. But this is the top six. We've got to be hard on people. Um, Pepper for just being so wildly off brand. I'm sorry, darling. And Pixie, I mean, she looks super cute and they both look super cute. But it's just next to everyone. She looks slightly less elevated to me. And I'll tell you my... But I've got I've got a top three, to be honest. Well, it has to be top three and top um, bottom three. Who else? I, I want to tell you by process of elimination who the bottom three are. I've said the others. I said it's Pepper and, and Pixie. I'm also going to put Jombers there. And I'll tell you why. It's because the makeup cop out. I, her gonna... outfit and her wig is stunning. You cannot say anything bad about it. Mm-hmm. But it's the makeup because the other girls, the makeup is correct the outfits is correct the wigs are correct um but because her makeup isn't i am gonna have to slide her down to this she's not gonna be in the bottom two she shouldn't even be in the bottom three but it's by default but by default because for me the top three is cheddar dakota and danny bet and if i had to choose a winner i would choose either danny or cheddar I think we're on exactly the same page today. Okay. Uh, I have nothing to add to that. Okay. Don't um, speak. No, I, I agree that the winner is is between Danny and and Cheddar. Danny had all the airtime today, so maybe it's her. Hmm. There's, I guess there's like an overcoming adversity storyline. Mm. But I agree with you as well, Jumpers. You know, by default, she's in the bottom three, but she'll be nowhere near the bottom two. Absolutely, because the outfits are amazing. Again... Pixie and 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 uh, Black Pepper, lovely, lovely, lovely. Just not as good as some of the others this week. Shall we have a look? Yeah. The judging this week is is just no. The thing it's... is about makeovers. Yeah, they kind of make up the rules as they go along. But one thing we can agree on is the top two. Yes, Danny Beard and Cheddar. Yes, and Cheddar won. So Congrats. congratulations, Cheddar. Very worthy top two there. They were the clearest. Like, they both delivered really quite flawless presentations and they should be really proud of themselves. One thing I didn't like is that what they're critiquing John Burst for, which mm. is, you know, 
they're like there's a lack of family resemblance but also this isn't you mm. what they're critiquing jombers for they kind of gave a free pass to pepper that's not pepper's look that is n- that is never you you would never think black pepper when you saw that and so they Pixie didn't... was the only one who brought her up in untucked yes and it's like why didn't the judges bring that up which is just interesting to me. Just a funny thing from Untucked as well. Like, why was Chad learning the lip sync? <laughs> like, she was Chad Michaels. Come on, Chad Michaels. <laughs> you guys, you know, I could be in the bottom two this week, really? says Chad you're, every girl, week. You're, you're good. You're, you're not in the bottom. You're not in the bottom. <laughs> Chad, girl. You, you're pretty flawless. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm like, why is, why is she learning the lyrics for? Because, why yeah, she, she is lyrics? a humble queen and she does not, she doesn't place bets. But anyway, sorry, back to the matter of hand. So, yeah, um, I'm not sure why it wasn't more of a discussion on the runway. Like, there was a beautiful storyline with the separation of the the te- uh, pieces, but they had lots of critiques like, oh, it kind of fizzles out towards the bottom. We didn't say that, but it is kind of true. And then they dumped Dakota in the bottom too with Pixie. That does not make sense to me. That was that was quite unfair. The same way that last week they didn't put her in the top when she was. That's one right, week. and that's been all over Instagram this past week saying well, why wasn't Dakota in the top three? Everybody loved her Pete Burns performance. I feel like they already decided that maybe she wasn't to go farer than that. Maybe they didn't want her to go home with that lip sync with the baby, and ever since then they're just like, well, we're gonna find somewhere to get rid of her. But it doesn't make sense. Well, do you know what? The show does not know who is gonna have the appeal and who people get. Back until it airs and she's had such a lovely underdog story um i don't like seeing her in the bottom for the third time when she doesn't deserve it mm. well she's lip syncing against pixie polite too what was you miss me Bl- so obviously boy george the icon um one of my favorite 80s pop stars Boy George is here as a judge today. And this is a Culture Club song that he sang, Miss Me Blind, one of my favorites by Culture Club. Um, so this is like a, it's you know, it's a very kind of fun new wave 80s pop song. Um, to me, Dakota gave it the right energy. Dakota kind of modeled and like had this fun, wafty, Boy Georgey energy, really. You know, Boy George wasn't out there hitting hitting loads of dance beats and being super camp. Boy George is always wafty and beautiful, you know, like just check this mug and listen to my sweet voice kind of thing. What did you think? Sorry. Cause I've, from, I've... from an entertainment value factor, yeah. um, Pixie Polite for me would have gotten my tips. And um, I love Dakota, um, but I would have given my money to Pixie who just gave it a bit more. I know like, but I know that we, they need to find the right energy for the song, which is important. Um, but at the same time, they need to performing and give, and give a bit of, a bit more. If you, if you, if you ain't the live singing, if you ain't the extra artist, if you're someone doing the numbers, especially just lip syncing, it has to be a, a bit more extra or just, you know, yeah. a bit more in the music. And I just felt like, I think that Pixies won this. Well, I know Pixies won this. Well, I, 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 I don't disagree with you. Pixie worked really, really hard and was very funny and camp, and that was that was fab. And she she did a really good job. I personally think Dakota matched the energy of the song better and preferred her performance on a personal basis. Having said that, I can tell from the way that this was shot 
Well, it's, who, yeah, and, uh, I, and it's Dakota's third time in the I bottom. Know that you're it's saying, just kind of breaking my heart a little bit. That's I, all. I know you're saying Dakota gave it the right energy, but for, I want to give you an example. An example would be Monet Exchange versus Naomi Smalls with that ballad num that ballady type number and that musical. That Can make them shine. Like, yeah, the, 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 for me, the right energy to suit the actual singer was Monet. But then Naomi was giving it entertainment and drag factor, which amplified the performance and it gave it something else. And I think I, that's the difference here is that I'm not saying there was no way was Pixie on the same level as Naomi Smalls in that lip sync. I, but I, I'm don't, saying also, is I that, don't fully agree with you that that's, that's a good comparison because the instrumentation of that song was so different to the vocal performance. And I felt like Naomi represented the orchestral backing track. Hold on, but the, at the same time, this song also gave beats that Pixie was catching. Oh, and it's you're a, just it's saying, a mid-tempo jangle pop song. It's not. Let's look. We let's agree to disagree. No, we, let's let's both have our opinions. Yeah. Tom. You're, well, that's you're what a, we're doing. Exactly. You're you're allowed to say what you're saying. It, it's <laughs> no. it's still valid. Thank Tom. you. All Sorry, drag is valid. I just I just feel like you got a bit defensive there. And, no. You know, especially when you're wrong, you need to just calm down. Um, but Pixie's won You're this lipstick. You're the one trying to tell me how to enjoy a culture club song when you don't even know who they yeah. are. Who is she? What are they? <laughs> are they charity? <laughs> Look, the winner was Pixie for me. You think Dakota. Let's see. Dakota's gone, but I, I want to say that a, a little piece of my heart broke a little bit. Mine too. And I don't, you know, we, we're Drag Race veterans at this point, aren't we? We've seen so many seasons. And you can be left a little cold by... Um, seeing so many eliminations, even when you really like a queen. But this actually broke my heart as well. And there was something really unsatisfying about the conclusion of this story arc, if you ask me. Dakota had this real kind of underdog rising star storyline. So lovely, so likable. Um, such a, just a lovely, lovely person. So eloquent, so articulate. Um and, you know, she just had this pluckiness, this determination that I think a lot of people out there probably connected with. And I'm really sad to see her go. I disagree with her being in the bottom. Me too. Um, she should not have been there. She should have been in the top and, last week. And um, Tom said um, off air <laughs> that the reason that RuPaul... I can own the statement. <laughs> he said the reason RuPaul caught in sick today was he didn't want to send home a trans woman. Yeah. And that's I think, what, that's I think, why she called in sex. That's why she called in sex. Because she's going like, to be accused no, of transphobia yeah, again. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, this I is just, what she's happened. like, I just crowned one for all sorts. I am not going to send one home now. I'm calling in sick. You send her home. Okay? <laughs> Michelle, you're doing this. Yeah. You're doing a girl. Okay. Yeah. You. <laughs> and Rafe yeah. is going to be there to pull focus. It, it's sad, but um, look, we are getting closer and closer to the finale. We do have a tie for first place now, which Cheetah Gorgeous and Danny Pe um Danny Beard with three very wins very each. similar track records at this point. They're, they've both been consistently doing what you know. What they're running away with it. They have been since episode one. Let's be honest. Thing is, Dakota was the third front runner. Um, well, with two wins, like, ugh, I'm not going to get over this for a little while now. Mm. Well, we got a few more weeks to go. Um, tell us who your favourites are. Uh, we, we all know who's going to win. It's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be gonna, me. It's going to be me. Everyone, make sure, thank you for listening. Make sure you're following us on all our social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, um, 
and, and TikTok. Mm-hmm. That, oh, I'll keep on posting there. Um, actually, if you want to write us a review, feel free to do so. Tell a friend about us. Um, keep listening. Send us presents. It's almost Christmas. <laughs> what else can I say? No, that's it. Send the cats presents. Yes, oh, the cats. Yes. We yes. don't we don't treat them properly. We neglect them. <laughs> Send them something. Send them food, anything. Uh, we're not touch a core, Tom. We're not going to put a list of things. <laughs> send say. us cleaning products, please. Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, yes, I have a lot of money, but send us cleaning products. Girl, don't get me Kitchen started. Kitchen roll. On that. Don't get me started. On that. Anyway, this is Paolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys next Lots week. Love, guys. See you soon.